Hey, you've reached www.earthtriberadio.com. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Jill. Guess what we're going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? Pantheism. Mmm. Mmm. I bet not a lot of people know what that is. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe everybody knows what it is. It's just to give you the definition pantheism is a doctrine which identifies God with the universe or another way of saying it, or regards the universe as a manifestation of God. Mm. Pantheism rejects the idea that God has an individual personality. Mm. So, to my mind, what came was when the North Native American nations refer to this, it's the great mystery because they don't know what it is. And there it is, all around us. It's the great mystery. And for me, when I first heard that and did my first sweat lodge, that brought me right home. Hmm. Then I felt, okay, I got it. Well, as best as I can get it. So then when I heard this word, I looked it up, pantheism, what does this mean? I thought, oh, it's great mystery. It's the universe. It is, uh, the Lakota word, there's another, Takushkanshka, uh, is the sacred movement. There's the frequencies, there's an energy in the earth. Takushkanshka, what moves around the sacred energy. I always thought that pantheism was the kind of the the connection of to the oneness through all things. Maybe it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's when we don't see when we see God as the universe. Okay, the universe has another name. Some people call it God. Some, but uh, but it is the connection to all things. And it's so easily felt. I mean, a lot of people connect it to nature. I mean, yeah. when people talk about pantheistic, someone's pantheist, yeah. you, you think of them as uh, you know, kind of worshipping through nature. Like, or, and it's so easy that way, too. But also feeling your connection to all things. Mm-hmm. Now, those of us who have animals, you know, are, are, are so connected in many ways, not just through the devotion and the loyalty that animals have, have with us or we have with the animals but there's a real connection there's a real understanding and that also exists with plants that exists with minerals it exists with everything everything and the wonderful thing is that all of those things that you just mentioned all of nature anyway um, which includes animals for me they help us to come back to that space of oneness and wholeness Mm -hmm. because they're holding it within themselves here comes a little kitty to do some purring Yes. He's coming to snuggle and maybe give a little bite if he can't. <laughs> well, he'll be all right. Can you hear him purring? Yeah. Yes. This is the, so we start talking about the connection and love of our of our animals and then he knows this and he comes comes over. Um so pantheism is very pantheism is to me is a, a wonderful thing to look at. I it's inclusive of everything. Mm. It's a connection to everything. It isn't divis- divisive or yes. divisive, however you like to say that. It doesn't separate. Um, it doesn't do a separation from an 
an, an identity or individual identity that has the power over us to condemn us or, you know, or praise us. Uh, in a way, you know, if, if we think of it in every rock and every plant and every animal and all of us and everything we see and feel, there is that connection, always that connection to the oneness, to the godness, to the wholeness. Mm-hmm. And it's more, it's in every single thing. It's in the bed, it's in the floor, it's in the carpet. But it's easier to find Yes. Through plants and animals and, na- and nature, pla- in nature, nature generally, yeah. So that if we're there and we're able to sit, like that's why it soothed me so much as a kid to draw nature when I got home from school. That was so troubling for me that, uh, you know, just focusing intensely on a piece of grass or on an ant or something brought me back. Right. to that place of that oneness and and we can use it, it it's not necessarily going to do it quickly so that's why sometimes drawing is really helpful you just sit there and don't worry whether you can draw or not but just start drawing something for, for, and it could be a unique way yeah. of drawing it but by focusing intensely on it you'll reconnect yourself to that oneness to your personal enlightenment which is universal as well but to your enlightenment that is always there and they're incredible gateways or bridges into that space of lightness that we all have always we just can't get there most of the time well there are yeah there are little ways that help me to get there uh for example the first time this was back in the late 1980s I had a dream that I was to build a medicine wheel, but I didn't know what a medicine wheel was. Um, So I went to Armstrong's, the garden center down in um, Los Angeles, and bought a bunch of stones. So I thought, okay, I'll make a wheel out of stones. So I did it at night in the dark. It was very cloudy, so there was no moon. And I started, okay, I'm just going to start. And I, as I picked up each stone, I, I went to put it in a place, but something happened. The first rock I put down in a place, and then I thought, well, well, no, it doesn't go there. So I put it where the rock was telling me where. And these are from the garden center. These are not, you know, what somebody would say, oh, well, they must have been very sacred stones. All stones are sacred, but, mm-hmm. and... Um, I thought, oh, this is this is this is strange, and I couldn't see what I was doing. So went through all the rocks, and so dark out, no moon that night. So the next morning, got my cup of coffee, and I looked out the window to see what this this I created because I couldn't even see if it was round or anything. There were two hawks, red-tailed hawks, flying over it in a circle. It oh was beautiful. So that was maybe my first teaching that came from the stones. Even though they were had been taken from their original places and put into yes, the garden center. but they, it was like, we know you're doing sacred ceremony, so let's show you how to do this. Now, years later, so I have a sweat lodge, and I do a run-up, uh, 395, the, the road to where there's a, a lava, a lot of lava rocks. Um, and
and I t- and I need to replenish my lava rocks for the sweat lodge. So I have my pouch of tobacco because I've been taught before you pick up anything, you must offer something. There's that connection again. So I would offer tobacco to to all, all around, and then I'd say, would uh, which rock would like to come for ceremony? And it's so interesting. It's so interesting because some rocks will not be lifted. Others come very easily. So I, I, I would say to them, where do you, which ones want to come with me for ceremony? There's a connection. To me, that's pantheism. That's yeah. a connection. And those are my brothers, the rock people. The trees would be called the standing people. I don't know why people, because why we're not called anything other than the two-leggeds, you know. And, and their connection to the infinite, to the oneness, to the godness, that is, 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 is usually not broken, occasionally in mm. animals because of fear, and occasionally in plants too. But uh, the rocks move very slowly energetically, so they have a great deal of connection to that energy. Mm. And uh, so if you're looking to find enlightenment, if you're looking to find the access to that place in you, you, you nature can bring you yes, there. It gives you the bridges. It. it gives and you we, the bridges. And we've, we've also talked about how, you know, it, how important it is if you're not in nature, if you're in a little apartment somewhere, find a plant that's potted that you can look after. And once in a while, let the leaf of the plant just rest in the palm of an open palm of your hand and just let it just let it rest there and wait a moment. And then you're going to feel a vibration start. And that's when you, the energy, the frequency, the mystery that you are connects with the energy, the frequency, the mystery of the plant and you connect together. It's the most wonderful, wonderful, wonderful feeling to do that with a plant. It's the same thing with a rock or a mineral or a tree or... And they're everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're in an apartment building in New York City, where, it, of course, it has beautiful parks, but at the same time, there are just weeds, as we've said before, growing up that you can connect with. Mm-hmm. Or in New York, they also have, like, little gardens in front of the brownstones and things but um, you, you can find nature everywhere even sometimes just looking up at the sky and looking at a mm-hmm. cloud mm-hmm. can connect you too mm-hmm. yep my son is very good at cloud watching ah. <laughs> and that's also a wonderful way to uh, relieve stress is so. um, if you if you can make yourself comfortable somewhere and you you have a good view of the sky and you watch the clouds and as each cloud passes consider it a stress something that's bringing you stress name that cloud that stress and then you just watch it disappear then the next cloud comes by and then you might say oh I'm so angry with this person Um, I feel betrayed and just look at that cloud and then you see that disappear you know okay pick out something else but even clouds you connect with clouds and yes and they're usually most we don't have too many clouds in california but everywhere else they have clouds (laughs) we have clouds occasionally here and it's such a treat so yeah just it's it's 
not so much the worship of something, because sometimes people think pantheism is a worshiping. No, it isn't. It's more of a connection, mm-hmm. more of a connection, more a bridging between the inner and the outer, or the our daily world and our inner vastness. And I, to me, it 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 shows that we're we're all connected. I mm-hmm. said in one other podcast we did, which was a radio show, which was this. Again, it's just having this vision of the the whole universe and everything in this whole universe uh, is a living, breathing entity, and each one of us is a cell in this. It isn't we are the center of it. We are a tiny little cell in this beautiful, amazing flow of life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and life flows before us; it will flow after us. Mm-hmm. But the flow keeps going, mm-hmm. and we, in a sense, always are in that. So and that's also one that how I want to explore that in our podcast on fearless death is that the energy that we bring into the world as we live, the intentions, the love, the sharing, the goodness, all of that. When we pass, that frequency carries on, that frequency that we carry within us that becomes ingrained in us so that our spacesuit, as you call it, or Earth spacesuit, spa- 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 the body, or as uh, Albert Einstein would call our body, uh, we are souls dressed up in sacred biochemical garments. You know, that's, a, that's another quote I want to talk about at some point but when we let that our bodies go the vibrancy of the frequency that we carried uh, goes on yes and it becomes it is a part of the universal flow of energy mm-hmm. so it never dies yeah. and that's why the gift uh, the greatest gift that we can give on the planet is not what we do but where we are so that even if we become say that again that's really important the greatest gift that we can give on in our life is not what we do but where we are mm-hmm. so that you can get a, a person who maybe um well, the TSA, a TSA person, it would be hard for them, but I saw this one amazing man at TSA once, which is the security people in the airports if you're from a different country. Um, and he was singing and he was mm-hmm. smiling and he was saying, okay, you know, let's yeah. get the, and then he'd make a song. And by the time you got through with passing through security exactly. in the airport, you were just feeling light and bright. And, and he, everybody's smiling. Enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was doing something, but to be able to do that thing, he had to be in a, in a place too. So even if you're sitting in your home and you think your life is very small, remember that that where you are is so important for the universe because you are so important. You are precious, and there's only one of you. Mm-hmm. And nature, and through pantheism, through connection to nature and to everything around you, it's it, the one Hawaiian used to say something like this. That it, he used to say, an elder, he used to say, when you touch a doorknob, thank it. 
and appreciate it as you go through the doorknob. It happens two things. Once you acknowledge that connection with the doorknob, but secondly, next time, that energy is in the doorknob, and when you touch it, you feel gratitude because you've put it into the doorknob. And it's like that um, we can do everything as we take the toothbrush in the morning, appreciate and thank the toothbrush. So it's like that is also pantheism is what you were saying. To, you know, we're connecting being in the present everything. moment, being mindful of what it is you're doing, being grateful for what it is you're doing. And you? it always comes back to us yes. with the things we're dealing with, the chairs we're sitting in, the and food we're eating. And the only time it doesn't is when we close down, when we're judgmental and critical and uh, angry and because all of that closes us up so if we can all just open ourselves up so that we get, feel the connection and, and mostly if we were connected to anything in our day or if we were appreciating the things as we went through our day it would enabling us to make that connection we wouldn't feel those things you just said yeah. that, that's why I should probably preface by saying if you're feeling stressed and uh, unloved and unappreciated and angry, here are ways to open yourself up so mm. that you won't feel this way. You'll know your importance. You'll know your connection to things. You'll feel it. Yeah, and so if you're remembering that as you go into the supermarket, if you nowadays most of them are automatic doors, but if you have to push a door open at a store appreciate it so the next person coming behind you mm. will get that appreciated and appreciation energy as well so it's kind of this connection this remembering as much as we can to to do that and sometimes we can't we just simply can't but when we can and in the grocery store when you let go of your basket thank it because the next yes. person that comes will get that. Will get that. It's like you're paying it forward at Starbucks yes. when you're yeah. doing that. So, so pantheism really is, in the end, I know it's connected very much to nature, but it is, in the end, just connecting to everything. Yeah, to the universe, everything in the universe, yeah. and knowing our connection and understanding it. And knowing we're never, ever alone. No. And when we realize that, I think it makes us feel much more nurtured because when we realize we're never, ever alone, that that everything around us is, in a sense, here for us. And, that and part we, of us. Yeah, part of us. And if we appreciate it, it is feeding us and we will feed it. Yeah. This is Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Your home on planet Earth. <laughs>